Yeah. So I guess you're taking more trips. (laughs) I, oh, I'm, I'm guaranteed. Yeah. So much for paying for college. We're just going to pay for college. I mean, honestly, (laughs) if I'm going to Rory's school, my goal is to be Rory's best friend because she's somebody who went to Antarctica and I want to be her friend and I want to hang out with her at lunch. Like I want to hear Antarctica stories and tell me about penguins. It's just, it's, she's how is she not the coolest kid in her school seriously <laughs> i think she got a lot of attention when that's she that's a lot out. of cred right there i, I mean she seriously. did she had a lot of cred buffy's yeah. like i went to the mall and mary elizabeth's <laughs> like oh well we went to grandma's house so down the road well you know i went to antarctica no big deal no biggie <laughs> ladies and gentlemen boys and girls we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jen Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Oh, Quick question. Do you think now, okay, so we, we the way I run the, the the podcast, so I run it through a website and it kind of, the hosting, and I'm able to go and look at stats, and that's how I know our yeah, download yeah. numbers, okay. everything, whatever, and yeah. I can see the countries that we've been downloaded on. We're actually yeah. fairly big in Russia and, and in France. Wow. We've got a, I mean, I say following, not like thousands of people, you know, a couple hundred people in here. Portugal, oh, we've got a couple bonjour, listeners there. Um, Norway, things like that. We have yet to have anybody in Antarctica download our podcast. Interesting. That I really? Now, somebody might have streamed. Oh. Um, but yeah, not yeah. yet. But we're getting there. And the reason I mentioned So no that, penguins. No okay, penguins. Got it. Not yet. All not right. Yet. yet. Okay. Okay. And I mentioned Antarctica because we have a really special guest coming up and a really great conversation mm-hmm. coming up all about going to Antarctica, which to <gasps> me is, pardon the pun, very cool. <laughs> very, very cool. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, Jen, who's joining us today? Well, joining us today is your grand boss. My grand boss, um, yes. Your grand boss and our business development manager, Marcy Dinkfeld. She just got back from Antarctica. We love Marcy. Hey, Marcy. Hi, Marcy. Hi, guys. Hi. Welcome so to excited the show. to be here. Welcome oh, to the show. Excited okay. to have you. Top question. How did you Disney this week, Marcy? Oh, my gosh. You guys, this is such a funny question for me because... We started watching the show before we left, but since we've been back, we're watching it like crazy. So we're watching Continent 7 on Disney+. Plus. Oh my gosh. We just watched three straight episodes in the last three days. We're so into it. So that's awesome. If you haven't seen it yet, tune in. It's so cool. I don't even know what that is. Is that is that the one with Chris Hemsworth? Am so I making that up? Um, it's just about life of people who are living either short-term or long-term on the white continent. Antarctica. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Oh, yes. I oh, see that. Continent so 7 cool. Antarctica on Disney+. Plus. Oh, interesting. Experience how science is conducted as scientists and survival experts join forces in Antarctica. That's – yeah, this is going to be a great conversation because I am so fascinated by this entire topic. This is going <laughs> to this is gonna be really chill. But, Jen, how did you Disney this week? Oh, this, this one's easy. Um, so this week I packed for a mm-hmm. Disney trip, which, you know, at the time of this recording, I may or may not have been on, right. um, <laughs> by the time you guys are hearing it, but I literally am packing currently. Mm. 
So uh, behind the curtain for the listener, when you podcast and you have a podcast that goes weekly, sometimes you have to kind of quote unquote batch episodes, kind of put a few yeah. together because there are times Jen's going to be out of town this later on this week. Mm-hmm. I'll be out of town the first week of February. So we've kind of had to play a little funny with the schedule to make sure that we don't miss a week. So when you're hearing this episode, there's a chance I'm actually going to be on the cruise while Jen will have been back from her trip about a week or so. Um, or yes. I might be going on the cruise next week and Jen is on her trip now. I don't really know for sure, but this is going to be airing the next couple weeks. So we're recording sometime in late January, the 23rd of January. So we'll, we'll get this up pretty soon. So we're not going to do a whole lot of Disney news and topical things because we don't exactly know uh, what might happen, but that's what happens in podcasting. All of your favorite podcasts do it. I promise you this, (laughs) promise you this. So for me, I have been getting ready for my wish trip uh, on the Disney wish in February. Mm -hmm. I have got my, I finally checked in. Um, which I am my own worst travel agent. I should have checked in like a week and a half ago, and I finally checked in this time, which is fine. Uh, you have to do your your boarding time. Which well, I think my boarding time is now like one thirty. I think if I checked in earlier, it would have been like eleven or something. But you know, I don't really. But know. if you um, use Disney Cruise Line transportation, whenever you arrive, it doesn't matter. Well, that's really good because I'm going to try to get there kind of early because I'm staying off by, off of the airport and I'm going to the back of the airport. And this is okay. So I and and, and I've walked clients through this and guests through this mm-hmm. process because I I kind of read up and I know how to do it and talk to people, but I've never done it myself. It's been since 04 since I've kind of done any of this and everything has changed because I don't know if you've noticed or not. Disney has changed some since 2004. <laughs> and so same thing with cruise a little bit. And so I'm getting, I'm getting to walk this entire process, which is really exciting for me. I'm, I'm kind of cool, kind of cool going through all this. And, mm-hmm. and uh, this is, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to go on a cruise, Yay. but not as fun as it's going to be going to flip it Antarctica. <laughs> and so, so, okay. So to set this up, uh, Marcy, Wait, did you, you didn't ask Marcy how she Disney? I did. I asked yeah. her first. Oh, You're that's right. Jen, you know, you oh, that's right. Okay. Jen, Jen's like, when's he going to say my name? I'll just wait. I'll just listen. Oh, listen my gosh. <laughs> yeah. ADD moment. There's a cute dog outside. <laughs> <laughs> Squirrel. Uh, so to set this up, of course, Marcy is one of the development business manager, whatever. So I don't even know the title. You said it before. And business I can't remember, development manager. That She's that. For Disney. Now, the misnomer is that that we work for Disney. Jen and I do not work for Disney. We work with Disney. We work under Marcy. We're kind of we're connected with Marcy because she's, you know, she kind of oversees a lot of what we do with Disney. Um, But Marcy is this wonderful, fantastic, amazing person uh, who is in in every travel agency kind of has somebody like Marcy over their agency, over a group of agencies. Not as cool as Marcy. Not as cool as Marcy at all, because I've heard people say your 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 business development manager does this where I'm like. Don't they all? No, they don't. That's amazing. <laughs> so, you know, Marcy is it's fantastic. We've had new agents that have told me, like, I can't believe Marcy does this. She's so amazing. She's so great. So we love Marcy. We we really, really do. For anybody listening, Josh, now you're listening. We love Marcy. We do. We yeah. Do. Um, <laughs> but you got the chance to go to Antarctica on an Adventures by Disney trip. Jen, I'm gonna ask you real quick, pitch meeting. What is it? What is Adventures by Disney? Kind of set it up for the listener. What is that? Adventures by Disney is like a premium VIP experience to go to multiple destinations all over the world. It's a guided, um, they do have private options, but guided small group vacations um, curated specifically for for storytelling and to really immerse yourself in the culture and the fun of whichever area you are going to. That's Mm -hmm. my elevator spiel for it. I like it. And places like China, places like Europe, river cruises, uh, North America, South, uh, Southern California, yeah. with Disneyland, South America, you know, they're Australia, they're all over the world in so many different places. And I feel mm-hmm. like every time a new batch of ABD comes up, there's new locations they can go yeah. to. Um, and it's, it's, you're working with Disney. You're not working with Al's bait shop. Who's going to take you around in a white van to show you and point things out to you and, you know, stay in a sketch hotel that you're gonna have to put a garbage bag over the pillow. Cause you don't know, right. Uh, this <laughs> is Disney. This is Disney, Disney's name. Yeah. 
and they go to Antarctica. And so this is what they we're going to bring. We're talk about. And, and so setting all this up, Marcy, yes. how in the world did Antarctica for you and your daughter come about? How did this even happen for you? And what, what a great opportunity, right? So as a business development manager, we have the opportunity to go on some of these trips from time to time to mm-hmm. experience them, bring back the information to all of our travel partners who are so amazing, like yourselves, mm-hmm. and also to our team. Um, so that was my job and it was an incredible opportunity. Amazing that I got to bring my 12 year old daughter, Rory. Hi Rory. Like talk about the greatest mother daughter trip. Like (laughs) normally it's Walt Disney world for the weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, but this opportunity came up and we decided it was a great thing for her to do. And of course I had to fill out some forms for school because she had to miss six <laughs> days and Jen knows all about that. Oh, and yeah. it, I couldn't believe how much like the administrators and the teachers were like, of course she can do it. Like, don't worry about anything. Meanwhile, my girl took a Chromebook with her. There's mm-hmm. Wi-Fi available, but it was an incredible experience oh. and she did learn so much. And it was an, it was an amazing opportunity. It kind of came out quickly And of course I had to go on Amazon and order some base layers and some waterproof pants (laughs) and things that that you need for an Antarctic packing trip. And um, we did, and we decided to go a day early. So we flew from Pittsburgh Mm -hmm. um, to Atlanta. From Atlanta, we flew to Buenos Aires and we spent two nights in Buenos Aires, which is an amazing capital city. I mean, Argentina is beautiful. I had no idea how beautiful it is, but that city is so vibrant. It's kind of like a a New York of South America, Mm. like beautiful city, big city, big spread out and so much to do. The food is amazing. The exchange rate was great. Uh, We stayed at the Sofitel there and that was a beautiful hotel in a great part of the city. And of course, you guys will love this one. I had Rory watch Avita the week before we left. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm sitting here going, what's new? Buenos Aires. <laughs> there you go. Don't cry for me, Argentina. So she knew about the history. So for her to see the Pink Palace and where Eva Prone came out. Oh, like, my God. Unbelievable stuff. So cool. Yeah. So the history there. We went to the cemetery. We got to see a resting place. So even oh, just spending time in Buenos Aires was part of the adventure. Um, so we did spend two wonderful days there. We did a hop on hop off bus. Oh oh, yeah. Empanadas. So delicious. I love empanadas. Mm, So fun. And the day of, it was uh, December 30th when everybody on the trip met and we all flew early in the morning from Buenos Aires to Ushuaia, the very end. South America, beautiful, beautiful little port town. And that's where Patagonia is. So we got to tour the Tierra del Fuego National Park um, on a train. Beautiful. Wow. We had lunch in the park. Um, it, it is so neat. I mean, you really are at the end of the world. Patagonia, the brand, you, you know, when you mm. see that brand and you yeah. see that coat, you see the mountains. Those are the mountains, like you see, and they're so. So crazy. there's actual mountains that look like the mountains yes. oh my God. on the coast. Well, and looking at Argentina map, 
looking at Argentina map, Patagonia is basically as far south on, on South America as you can go with, before you leave South America. It's like at the bottom of the entire continent. Holy um, crows. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. looking at the adventures by Disney map, actually kind of plane that flies through. And it's like a 17 hour flight from Atlanta to Buenos Aires, by the way. Uh, I was just looking at that. And so <laughs> worth it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was definitely. Like 10 with a two hour time change. So okay. 10 okay. 11 hour flight. I think it was a, maybe 11. And then, okay. um, and, but Better. you fly overnight. So we left there at nine o'clock at night and we landed at like 9 a.m. with a two hour time change. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So it wasn't bad because you sleep. Yeah. Right. Shoot. So yeah. We sleep half morning. the time. That's good. Yeah. Population of 15.5 million, which is, you know, that's Big. A, I feel like there are some Big. travel agencies out there that have that many people, but still. Anyway. <laughs> it was, it was beautiful. It was so, so beautiful. And when we were in Ushuaia, um, that was actually, it was a Sunday and it was New Year's Eve. Oh. So that was, that was fun. Wow. And um, we spent the night on the ship, but docked at Ushuaia. So New Year's Eve was on the ship and it was so cool because at midnight, the entire harbor, and there are ships from all over the world in this harbor. Mm -hmm. They're all making noise and honking and you saw fireworks in the distance. It was so pretty. So Aww. that was really cool. And the next day, you head off through the Drake Passage to Antarctica, which is so fun. That is awesome. So, so yeah. I definitely want to talk about the Drake Passage because that's <laughs> what, like, I knew nothing about this even existing until, of course, we all met in for our agency retreat in December. And you talked about yeah. the Drake Lake versus the Drake Shake. And yeah. so I'm like, this is amazing to me. Um, all of this, <laughs> you know, and I know you said Rory was looking for the Drake shake, but hope, well, thankfully she didn't get that. So God. Drake passage, <laughs> it's the passage obviously from the end of South America to Antarctica to the area. Yeah. What is our Drake shake? What is a Drake Lake? What are we talking about here? So great question. Um, the Drake Lake means it's going to be smooth sailing the whole way. And you sail for two days. Mm -hmm. And if you get the lake, you're actually going to get there earlier if you get the Drake shake and it's wavy and turbulent, your ship's going to do this. So it's going to take a little longer to get there. Hmm. So um, we were blessed. We had the Drake Lake going down, Yay. which was wonderful because the first, that's your day that you're on the ship and you're doing things. So right. we were fitted for our parka on that day. We were fitted for our boots because you have to wear their boots to go on. Oh, Antarctica. wow. Mm -hmm. So careful about making sure that no germs anything are brought onto the continent so as so much that when you're going off of the ship getting onto your zodiac you have to go through disinfectant and clean your boots and your boots you use while you're on the ship um your parka you actually get to keep and bring home which that's is so awesome. funny it snowed today and roy wore her parka to school today and i'm sure everybody was like oh that's so cool <laughs> um <laughs> But you go through a lot of training to learn all about how to be careful about what we bring onto the continent so much that there's even a session where you vacuum, like you vacuum your rain pants and make sure nothing is on it. Anything that you're bringing onto the continent, you have to like clean off before you can even- Wait, like a vacuum cleaner, like a little- like Tons of vacuum cleaners in the lounge Wait. and the naturalists are helping you vacuum your stuff. That's how much care is put wow. into- everything with the environment when it comes to visiting Antarctica. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's like, cool. that's so cool. And then like, so you, you're getting on a Zodiac and right. how many people will go on like one of the Zodiacs? It can't be the whole, so it can't be the whole boat. 
Uh, no, no, because you can only have so many people at a time. Yeah. So, right. We we made it through the Drake Lake. There's a little mm-hmm. celebration. We made it through the Drake Passage. That was really kind <laughs> well, of Well, let me, let me stop you for a second because oh, you, said, sure. you said turbulent waters. You said it gets kind of, kind of rough. Does. That doesn't do it justice at all. <laughs> that's like saying from what the videos I've seen, that's like saying, oh, New York City at Times Square, it's kind of busy. No, what the videos I've seen, <laughs> like if it gets rocky and crazy, like the waves are crashing over the boat. There are people in their rooms videoing with water just smashing into the into the windows. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously this might be the worst case scenario, but like and people are just on the boat like, yeah, sure. It's the Drake quake. We oh, Drake shake. We just push through it and be fine. Like <laughs> and, you know, when we were all watching that video in, in our little meeting. Half the room was like oh, terrified, and I'm thinking that's amazing. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's go. Um, so yeah, that's, that's just, what Rory wanted. Thankfully, yeah. we didn't get anything like that. <laughs> so, so because we watched the videos in advance too, and I was like, right. I'm not so sure how I'm going to do. And I will tell you, I was very prepared. Mm-hmm. We brought the funny glasses, like the little goggles that have yeah. like. I had those. They have the liquid in them. Six dollars on Amazon. If anyone's interested, I brought ginger chews. I brought Mentos. The phoning. Mm-hmm. And the C-bands. I had it all. Thankfully, (laughs) didn't need it. Going there was smooth sailing, to say the least. So much so that we got there early and we were able to do our first landing that afternoon, which we weren't planning on doing. That's awesome. So that was amazing. So yeah, on the way there, we were just doing activities. And that's where the adventure guides come into play. Mm -hmm. Jen mentored the adventure guides and she's been on Mm -hmm. Adventures by Disney trips and knows how important these guides are. Oh my gosh, they're amazing. And they're so fun. So they bring the fun. Yes. Um, And a lot of people have asked me, I didn't realize that Disney had a ship that can go to Antarctica. And the answer is we don't. What we do is we charter Penance ship. Penance Mm -hmm. is a French company that Mm -hmm. has expedition sailing vessels that are luxury to say the least like very high-end white glove Mm. the nicest people in the entire world and there were only um 160 guests on board and about 160 crew members so talk oh my gosh that's yeah that's like one to one (laughs) we got to know it's it's so fun because you get to know the guests but you get to know the crew and they're from all over the world and Several That's less than the French. queue of Seven Dwarfs Mine Train on a busy Magic Kingdom day. Seriously, like that is seriously like <laughs> that's not a lot of people. It's amazing. That's amazing. It's not a lot of people at all. But like Jen said, you still not everybody can go on land at one right. time. Sure. So um, we're put into three groups, and our group was probably I don't know maybe fifty people in each group. Like you're mm-hmm. color coded, and when they'll say red group, please come to the lounge. You actually, you put on your parka that you get to keep. You put on your life vest that is only yours to use during. And it's not really like, a. it's just, it's little. It's like suspenders kind of, but somehow they're able to do something amazing. If you were to fall in the water, thankfully we didn't know. Nope. We didn't have to figure out (laughs) if they worked or not. So you had to have that on and you had to have your parka on mm-hmm. to go onto the continent. So if it got hot, you could take it off and like hold it, but you still had to have that thing on. So, um, and of course your boots and sanitized, but um, they call you, you bring your boots to the lounge, you go down in the lounge, you stick your boots on, you go out the back door, which is on deck three, walk down, you're on a big platform and back in the back of the ship. And that's where your Zodiac and they have so many people from Panant helping you. Like, I remember thinking like, I'm kind of nervous getting on this like Zodiac in the middle of the ocean. It's, 
enough. Like they are there to help you and they show you the proper way to do it. So we attended a lot of briefings on board the ship to tell you about not only the environment, but the safety when we first got on. Uh, we had our life vest drill. Like there's a lot about safety and they want to make sure everyone is completely safe. And they did such a good job. But they'll tell you like how you're going to hook arms with the guy when you're getting on the Zodiac. Mm -hmm. It's not just like you just jump on. Right. There's a whole thing. You have to get on. You have to slide My down. Gosh. They're super careful. It's not like the Jungle Cruise where they just have the handout in case you needed to giving, getting on <laughs> off the ship. Got it. <laughs> yes. Which is right by Aladdin's flying carpet, David. Of course, it, it is. is, which is one of my favorite rides. I know that Jen hates it. I'm sorry about that. Oh my God. But, you know. She <laughs> also hated Illuminations too, but I mean, what what can you do? So I couldn't wait for that to come up. <laughs> it's amazing how we both flew, put that in there. Um, so you get on your Zodiac and there's, I would say 10 people on a Zodiac along with the driver and naturalist and you go and you make a landing. And the first landing we did was at Deception Island. And it was like we landed on the moon mm -hmm. because it wasn't <laughs> like you you picked your flat snow it wasn't right. it was more like like volcanic rock it, and it is um oh, just huh. dark gravel and that was our first landing and it was so cool because it the adventure guides think about everything and as people were getting off their zodiac you're holding up a sign that said what continent you were on because we had some people including a grandma who was the sweetest lady that was her seventh continent so wow. when she put her feet on that continent, mm -hmm. you know, she stood up and they gave oh her the sign. And she hit her seventh continent. She completed a bucket, a lifetime bucket list. That's yeah. amazing. That's so cool. She was on with her son and granddaughter and wow. they were, they were such a fun family, but yeah, they, they all went because this was grandma's seventh continent. Mm -hmm. I love it. That is it incredible. So cool. <laughs> yeah. It was really neat. So wow. I mean, for us, um, Roy's like, it's my third. <laughs> we did two on this trip. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, that makes so sense. You, that. Knock out yeah. two, you knock out two continents in you one trip. Two and right then there. <laughs> I got to do is fly to Australia, hit Japan and fly over to Europe. And you've got just about everything knocked out. So, yeah, I like well, it. <laughs> now she wants to. Now she wants to, like, be an all in. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. So I guess but you're taking now, more trips. <laughs> I Oh, I'm. I'm guaranteed. Yeah. So much for paying for college. We're just going to pay for college. I mean, honestly, if I'm going to Rory's school, my goal is to be Rory's best friend because she's somebody who went to Antarctica and I want to be her friend and I want to hang out with her at lunch. Like I want to hear Antarctica stories and tell me about penguins. It's just, it's, she's, how is she not the coolest kid in her school? Seriously. <laughs> I think she got a lot of attention when That's she That's a came lot out. of cred right there. I, I mean, she seriously. Did. She had a lot of cred. Buffy's like, yeah. I went to the mall and Mary Elizabeth's like, oh, well, we went to grandma's house. So down the road, Corey's like, well, you know, I went to Antarctica. No big deal. No biggie. <laughs> it's crazy. And when you think about like when, when I first started thinking about I'm going to Antarctica, I got to learn more about it. And I joined a couple of Facebook groups yeah. about people who travel to Antarctica. And I'm like, you know, people don't really bring kids here. Yeah. But yeah, Adventures by Disney. It's a great way to do it. So she, she did, she loved every minute of it. You know, once we, we hit our first landing, mm -hmm. the naturalists are there to tell you where you can go, where you can't go, what mm -hmm. to look out for. Meanwhile, there's like penguins on the beach and all you want to do is hold on. I want to take pictures of the penguins. The naturalists are like, come here. You have to, you have to hear this first, right. <laughs> where you can go, where you can't go. And they'll tell you, like, we have a hike 
that is, you know, up here and around here and it's not too strenuous. And then we have another one for those people who are adrenaline junkies and really like to hike and want to get sweaty. Yes, you do get sweaty in Antarctica. Mm-hmm. They'll huh. tell you, you're going to go up here, go there. So it was, it was fun. And there were times when I didn't do like the sweaty hike, but she did. And she just went with oh. our friends and we made friends. And um, it was it was so fun because we just meet you on the beach. So and I could stand and watch penguins all day long. So that was more like my thing than to hike. But a lot of people ask, like, wasn't it freezing cold? No. It actually wasn't. It is really? summer there, mm-hmm. but it's, right. it's Antarctica. Right. And um, it was like 30s, 40s. There was one day that was almost like oh. 50 degrees. It was so beautiful. That's I, no, I thought it would be way worse than that. Well, I was looking at the current temperature right now. Huh. It's 42 degrees on King George Island, which is right in that area, that there peninsula. Um, Colder than that in Pittsburgh. So uh, obviously when <laughs> you think Antarctica, you think- It's warmer than Pittsburgh. You think what sub-zero temperatures. You? Um, the <laughs> South Pole, which I know you guys were not close to because Antarctica no. is a big place. It's a continent. Uh, South Pole right now is registering around 27, so a balmy you know, weather temperature there. But you guys are on oh. the edge of Antarctica, so it's like 40 degrees. Right oh. now in Birmingham, it's 45. So, I mean, it's it's like it was colder this morning than it was in Antarctica, which is crazy. Um, it, it's hard to believe. But in yeah. a lot of, another thing that I didn't even realize is that the sun didn't set when we were there until mm. about 11 o'clock. And sunrise was at two in the morning. So you only had oh three hours of darkness. And it wasn't even really that dark because it would just stay that like beautiful glow outside. Right. Oh. It was so beautiful to like be able to see the majesty that you can see like use mm-hmm. like behind us. Are, mm-hmm. um, it's crazy. It was so totally beautiful. So peaceful. You breathe in the air and you're kind of like, oh my gosh, is this like the cleanest air on the planet? Mm-hmm. And I kind of think it might be. Well, and it, it, I mean, there's really no emissions down there. Yeah. There's nothing to. You, know, wow. you mentioned how they cleaned you off to make sure that you brought no germs or anything on there. And you were also were not allowed to bring any kind of food or anything too, right? Like nothing, oh, no. you could not bring anything on, on the, uh, on, on the island. Oh no. Like they suggested like, don't even bring a backpack unless you have like special camera equipment that you mm-hmm. want to use. We brought not like we had pockets in our parka that if you wanted to take your sunglasses off and you stuck them in your mm-hmm. your pockets, your the pockets were great. <laughs> so they were like, I don't need a backpack. I just uh, have right. all these pockets. Um, they they think of everything. Even on my on our wrists, we had a clear little pouch that you put your like your room key, um, mm-hmm. which they scan getting on and off the ship. So you don't have to worry about like finding it. You just put up your arm and they scan you on and off the ship. That was huh. They think of everything. So they want to make sure you don't drop anything as well, you know, like room key or a phone or something you might need. Make sure you just oh, drop no. it, something like that. Yeah, so. no, no dropping. You mm-hmm. can't like they don't want anybody like sitting down in the snow. Mm-hmm. Like right, it's there's so much to it and so much to keep it the most pristine place on right. the earth. And I love I love the fact that they were so careful with everything. I love that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and important. there were times when, when you did get off and you're on a landing and you're going, you're hiking somewhere and you're looking at penguin colonies. And mm-hmm. of course, then your boots would be like, smelled like penguin. But then when you came back <laughs> on, you're cleaning them, you're cleaning them. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was wild. Like well, there's like, a lot of care. When you go to Universal, you have yeah. to put stuff in a locker before you get on Rip Ride Rocket. And Jen was wondering if there are like lockers and stuff on the island that you would put your stuff in. But I guess not. I guess oh, you just leave I, everything I, on. The- <laughs> that makes sense. Makes sense. So, you know. <laughs> Well, yeah, they, they watch it. down on those rides to make sure you don't bring anything like keys or anything that could fall out. So that, that that makes sense. What what? Let's talk about the dress. I know that you said it was it was you know 
something oh, I was almost 50 or whatever. What are you, what are you bundling up? And what was it at like late mm-hmm. at night? Was there a cold period of the day? Like there is, you know, yeah. anywhere else, or is it like kind of the same temperature all day long? How does that, what does it feel like? So typically you would have either a landing or a Zodiac. Um, sometimes you would just do a Zodiac cruise mm-hmm. um, around a particular Harbor. If there wasn't a space that was safe for a landing. Um, so I would just wear, like, I wore a base layer. Um, if it was cold, I wore a tights, my base layer, and then my waterproof pants. The most important thing is waterproof pants because you may have a wet, mm. most of them actually are wet landings where you're, you're putting your legs off the Zodiac mm-hmm. into a little bit of water, but this much, that's why you wear right. waterproof pants. Um, and you have the boots are high. So I never got wet. Um, and then you walk up onto the beach or the rocks or the whatever and again, all the naturals, we had 11 naturalists on board the ship. Oh my gosh. About where we were going. And they're there at the landings helping you. And they're telling you what you can see, what to expect, mm-hmm. where to stay away from. Be careful of this. Um, you have to stay away from the wildlife, like 15 feet, mm-hmm. unless of course they're coming towards you. And you also don't want to move quickly because if you're backing away from a penguin, you might have a penguin behind you. Right. Right. So, you have to always kind of like look around and be aware of where you are. And we would, we would make a landing and you could see these like lines going up a mountain and they were penguin highways and they were how wow. the penguins get up to like their breeding area or wherever a they penguin made highway. And they oh were just my like gosh. waddling up the highway. And oh my, I took a ton of pictures. I can't wait to show you guys some of my pictures and I, I will can't wait. Penguin highways were amazing and um a lot of them were sitting on eggs when we were there it was a little bit late in the season Mm -hmm. because they had some late snow later than normal we should have seen chicks but we saw thousands of penguins thousands on this trip and that was a big thing for me um i'm wearing my my penguin sweater today i love it (laughs) um and for my daughter we're big animal lovers so to see the penguins to see the the seals and to see the whales it, it was crazy. Like we would just be in our stateroom and we had a veranda, which I didn't think I was ever going to use in Antarctica. We used it all the time. Mm-hmm. So pretty to be out there. Oh my gosh. And you would stand there and all of a sudden you would hear the, and there was a whale and it was like a humpback whale. What? And then it, you would see like more than one. Mm-hmm. We have the opportunity to do a, a, a kayak trip on this expedition we ourselves didn't do it but many of the guests did a kayak trip and it's the only thing that's kind of like an additional cost that you pay for if you want to do and we just thought oh we're going to see everything but the people who did the kayak trip said they loved it and i think if i went again i would do the kayak trip Mm -hmm. there was at one point a group of maybe like 10 kayakers surrounded by humpback whale they got oh my gosh pictures are unbelievable of what they got yeah. That's insane. How, I just how, I can't it, even imagine this. How like, could you I not know, want to kayak guys. in Antarctica waters? That's just, I mean, that's amazing to me. I, I love that. Um, it, l- yeah. Let's talk a little bit about safety. And obviously, anytime, yes. any trip like this, if you're a doofus, you can get into any trouble you want to get into if you're really <laughs> yeah. that person. So use common sense on anything you do, whether you're going to Antarctica or Cancun right. or Disney World, obviously. But I'm yes. assuming that Disney covers just about every base you can think of in terms of safety. They're not going to let you do anything that might even smidgingly jeopardize your health or the health of the environment or anything like that. Yeah. Is that correct? Fair it's, assessment. It's fair assessment. That's why we're in briefings once or twice a day on board the mm-hmm. ship. Um, so they're going to tell you what to expect, mm-hmm. how to be careful. Um, even 
all the folks at Panat and the naturals are telling you when you get into a Zodiac, mm -hmm. how you hold on, how you hold the rope. Um, it, mm. they, went, they went over everything right. and they are super careful and they're so helpful getting you on and off. You know, there were some people that may have had a little bit of mobility issues and they were so helpful getting them on and off the mm. Zodiacs. I mean, the late, the lady that had her, it was her seventh continent, the grandma, she had a cane and she was able to use it on the Zodiac. Mm -hmm. On the landings, like oh wow, they they made sure a lot of people bring walking sticks. We had one, and it was helpful. I actually only used it on one location that was very mm. icy and snowy, and because most weren't. Um, but I do suggest everyone do that. There are some packing lists available online that kind of tell you what to bring um, mm. on an Antarctica expedition, and I I bought everything on the, on the list. <laughs> So I was mm -hmm. completely ready and I feel like I'm so ready. Now I want to do the Arctic. I'm like, I have everything. Like, I mean, that follows really. You've done the South now. I know. Also, I was just thinking how great this is for, for you and your daughter to go together, a mother daughter trip. Mm -hmm. And as she gets older and she gets more dramatic because she's a teenager and she starts yelling at you and you're like, <laughs> I took you to Antarctica. <laughs> I win this argument. Clean your room. <laughs> <laughs> I've already used that. She's like, what about spring break? Where are we going? I'm like, remember, we just got back. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure that much is going to really compare. It's like, well, Blue like, Beach is like cool. where do you go from I there? Lagoon it's is like... cool and all, but <laughs> so it, it, like it was, it, you just look around and you think, I can't believe this is our planet and how blessed we are yeah. that this is our planet. Right. Like the beauty that's out there. And somebody mm -hmm. said like, what is it like? And it's unlike what I thought it was going to be because I just pictured flat snow. Like you think right. of when you think right. of the pole, the pole is flat snow. Mm -hmm. These mountains on the peninsula are unbelievable. And I, I told someone it's kind of like if you take the Alps and the Caribbean and you mold them together because I had no idea this water was so blue. It's wow. so pretty. I mean, like if you're watching on YouTube, like dude, the the it, it's like it's blue right. under that glacier. That's like what? What the glaciers <laughs> are. Crazy amazing. And you know what you see at the top of a glacier, it's actually like four times as big underneath the water. Mm -hmm. And that we would just be sailing through different channels or harbors, and you would pass a glacier. There'd <laughs> be like two penguins just sitting there. Like, oh my God, you have the greatest life to live here. And the penguins are like more <laughs> tourists. <laughs> <laughs> you just picture what their what their conversations are. <laughs> And the neat thing is a lot of people will say, well, where did you go and where did you stop? And, you know, I could go through the list of places where we yeah. stopped. But the crazy thing is it could be completely different on the next trip. Mm -hmm. So the oh. next Adventures by Disney trip is actually happening next month in February. They could be stopping somewhere completely different. It all depends on the weather. Mm -hmm. um, Interesting. You know, and the naturalist and the captain decide the day before where you're going. And maybe even the day of, like, there was a time when we went into a harbor and they're like, no, too much ice. And he'll make an announcement. Hi, it's your captain, who was the greatest captain in the world. Oh. And he'll say, we're not going to stop at this harbor. I'm going to check out the next harbor. And you're like, I can't. This is unbelievable. It is so cool. And, you know, you would just watch everything go by and you would see the penguins were porpoising. I mean, they were just jumping in the water. They're way faster oh, in the water so than cool. they were on land. <laughs> Oh, just be like, what is he Seals and you're like, oh my gosh. I just wanted to be outside the whole time because it is yeah. so beautiful. 
I can and, just like, imagine so- sitting on the balcony or on the veranda, looking over Antarctica, and I would totally do some sort of video where I'm putting stuff in the system, booking trips, because I'm like, Jen's making me work. She's making me do this, what? even though I'm in Antarctica. It's fine. <laughs> and yes, you work. because the Wi-Fi is all included. And yeah, see, there great. you go. Jen's like, no excuse. No excuse. No <laughs> excuses, David. So and <laughs> you, you mentioned thinking Antarctica was like just flat snow. Are there any other misconceptions maybe you or other people might have mm. been in Antarctica once you got there? You're like, oh, I don't think I even knew this or I didn't realize this was this way. I definitely like I didn't realize about that. I knew that it was light a lot. I didn't realize to what extent. And it mm. changes like, you know, here it'll change like by two minutes by day, like when sunrise, yeah. sunset. Right. There is like 15 minutes. So it's like big changes every day oh. on when sunrise and sunset is. And I, I don't, I didn't realize how peaceful it is. Mm. Like there was one time we were on our Zodiac and our naturalist said to us, he said, I'm going to cut the engine and I'm going to sit down with you and we're going to be quiet for two minutes. And we did. It was nuts. You could hear the ice like around you, like (gasps) cracking and Mm -hmm. falling and you could, the penguins are porpoising around you and you're like, this is unbelievable. Oh my gosh. Now I want everyone to experience it because it is truly like life changing and wow. I mean, just things like never in my life would, do I ever, would I ever have thought that I'm talking to somebody who has been to Antarctica? Like that's like, oh, well, people don't go there. I mean, you're a kid, you know, like, and this is just for the listener. And we we were trying to be very careful not to turn this into a, like an, an actual sales pitch for Adventure by Disney. Because, yes, we do book Adventures by Disney. Absolutely. But Antarctica is one of those things like, holy crap, you go to Antarctica. This, like, this, is, this is incredible. And I know Marcy had a chance to go, but this is something that's available to anybody who wants to go. This isn't like, yeah. oh, my gosh, you have to be a multi-multi-trillionaire to do this. Nope. Well, don't it's a little pricey but any once in a lifetime adventure is going to be pricey this isn't something like you know we go to disney world three times a year we're going to try to go to antarctica at least once a year for the next five you don't do that i mean you could i would be happy to send you but this is something (laughs) you know what you look ahead to the future and say you know what we're going to start saving for a once in a lifetime family trip Mm -hmm. in three years we're going here or in one year we're going here or whatever and we we can make this happen. I mean, I'm sitting here in Podunk, Alabama, Birmingham, looking look you know looking at these pictures of Antarctica, going, I could send my neighbor to Antarctica next time they go if he really wanted to go. That's some that we could do that. Yeah. It's not not a problem. I mean, it's like <laughs> it's, and these days, I think we know how much more important experiences are right. and like spending time with loved right. ones than than ever before. I mean, I just think the past three years have right. shown us that, if nothing else, like. You know, we have to cherish these times. And I just think it's so cool you got to do that and like see penguins with Rory on a do we call it a beach? A beach in Antarctica? Can we call right. it a beach? Um, you just say like the landing. I the mean, landing. Be, like okay. when you're on the landing. Yeah. Yeah. On so, the landing. Well, in, in like, let's just say somebody, somebody contacts Jen and says, Hey, Jen, I want to go to, you know, Hong Kong for a week. And Jen might be like, you know, okay, we can talk yeah. about this. I've never been, but I, I, we can figure this out. We can make this happen. You know, somebody comes to you in Antarctica. You might be like, I, okay, so we're going to try to plan this. The good thing about Adventures by Disney, and Craig can feel wrong here, yes. is that the Adventures by Disney steps in to this planning and says, hey, we're going to help you plan mm-hmm. this too. We're going to help Jen. We're going to work with Jen on this to make sure that mm-hmm. everything is buttoned up. So it's not just Jen looking at Google going, okay, flights to Buenos Aires and flights to, okay, and mm-hmm. we got to make sure we book you this, whatever. Like Disney has stepped in to say, all right, Jen, we got this. Let's work together. We're going to make it's this happen. It's seamless. So it's seamless. It really is. Having been on Adventures by Disney myself and, and mm-hmm. different itineraries that, right. you know, um, I've been on, like river cruises, which, Actually, 
rabbit trail. Mm -hmm. So I had six adventure guides on my river cruise. How many adventure guides did you have on this one? We had five and then the 11 naturalists. Well, that's worked like Right. Hand in hand. The naturalists had like so much information for oh us gosh. and the adventure guides were like there for fun and safety. Mm-hmm. you know, they were there for everything, fun and safety and education, but they definitely brought the fun, which was wonderful because yeah. we still had the junior adventure nights. They had three junior adventure nights where the junior adventures kids get nice. to eat with the adventure guys who they think are rock stars and they are because they are um, rock stars. the kids look up to these adventure guides so much it's so cool so they have some activities just for the junior adventures which is great our trip we had 12 kids um from eight you know under 18 and then the trip before us which was like right before us uh they had 40 because it was over christmas oh yeah so there were a lot and i was surprised at how many people brought their teenager because it was a graduate like for seniors it was their graduation gift. And I'm thinking, wow, I think my parents like got me a TV and sent me off to college. <laughs> graduation present. That's a great tip. <laughs> <laughs> Some I mean, I in, yeah. And you mentioned like, it's not, you know, for the wealthy, it's not for like the 1% mm-hmm. up there. There were two sisters on the trip and they were in their sixties. They had both just retired and they worked in the service industry. Mm-hmm. They had just saved their money. And this is like, has been a bucket list. I mean, they're going to do other trips as well, right? but this was the thing that they've talked about doing for years to, to see them also make their landings and what their experiences were. Oh. And, you know, we would get back onto the ship and it would be tea time in the afternoon. And Lots of people were hanging in the lounge and <laughs> I know you would say like, did you see this? And did you see this? And people would be like, oh my gosh, a, you know, whale was right in front of our Zodiac right before the landing. And it was so fun to compare notes with everyone and to get to know people from all mm-hmm. over. There was even one guest who had done the same trip last year to Antarctica. And I was like, huh, I wonder, especially like one year. And I asked her, I'm like, so comparing the trips, like right at the end of the trip, I said to her, what did you think? And she said, do you know, we only made one landing that was in the same place. She's like, it was a completely different trip. Wow. So I guess I, now you have to go back. Mind blown. <laughs> Literally mind blown. I never want to go back tomorrow. That. Right. Yeah. So what would, is there anything that you would do differently or take with you and, or leave it behind or whatever, if you went back on the next trip, it would mean, anything that you would know now that you didn't know the first time. Yeah. So th- I, I read a lot um, before I went and people were like, don't bring sweaters. It's warm on board the ships. And they mean like a bunch of different ships mm-hmm. that go to Antarctica. Right. And I'm like, no, no, I'm always kind of chilly. No, leave your sweaters at home. You don't need your sweaters. <laughs> um, and it was very comfortable on the ship. We had three pajama days. So what? when you're on, when you're going through the Drake Passage, both coming and going, mm-hmm. yeah. pretty much PJ days. Yeah. And there's movies all day in the theater that are Disney movies, Marvel movies, like so fun. Oh my gosh. Um, And they do so many fun activities. You can like do a craft where Rory got to make a a penguin made out of yarn. And Mm -hmm. on those days, they make sure that um, there's a lot of things to keep you busy. And one of the things that they did was cool. Like you could, they give everybody water bottles. So you don't need to worry Mm -hmm. about there's no bottled water. Like, again, it's all about the environment. Um, putting Disney stickers on your water bottle to customize it. And then the parkas, like Panant uses their own parkas that they give to the, each guest. Well, the, actually, this was uh, um, Byron, the adventure guide, thought oh, of the yeah. whole idea to do customized Disney patches. You could iron on your parka. Mm-hmm. 
So that was an activity one day that was a huge hit to customize your park. I love it. He's brilliant and so much fun. And they're like, you're always thinking like, oh my gosh, what's next? And it was always something to do, which was so Mm. fun. And there was entertainment on board. There were some dancers on board. Um, One of the most fun nights was karaoke night. And like some of the crew even like Sergey from, I don't know where he was, Russia, uh, from, he gets on stage and does karaoke with all the guests. Like, Oh, so my gosh. The captain is so engaged. His, um, we called him Captain Fab. I think his real name was Captain Fabrizio something. But um, he jumped in the pool on the last celebration, <sighs> on the last night with everyone. He had so much fun. We did a New Year's Eve party. He was there. You know, we walked on board the ship and he was wearing Mickey hands. Oh my gosh. Mickey ears, like two, <gasps> you know, and this is a, a French company who has really welcomed Adventures by Disney with I open arms. It. I know, it was so fun. Our stateroom was gorgeous. And you're talking, there's a pool. There's a pool in there's Antarctica for people swimming. People were in it the whole time. It's quite oh warm. Gosh. It's more okay. like a big hot tub. Okay. Okay. Because it's it's warm. Like a lot of people are like, oh, are you really going to go swimming? Everyone went swimming. <laughs> yeah. And many people so just cool. jumped in with their clothes on, which was fun too. Yeah. We had a bunch of celebrations. We had an Antarctiki party, Antarctiki party. Um, that was at the end of the cruise. Fun. I survived the Drake passage in the beginning of the cruise. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> there was always a reason for a party. There was a glow uh, dance party. Like every night there was a reason for a party, which was fun. That's amazing. I mean, it doesn't uh, matter what you do. You throw on the words on the end in Antarctica. It doesn't matter. I'm, you know, I'm playing bingo <laughs> in Antarctica. I'm you know, <laughs> washing my underwear in Antarctica. It doesn't matter. It's awesome when you throw those two words on there. <laughs> and we I'm did working, all that. I'm working on my taxes and filing receipts in Antarctica. Okay, I don't know if I do that there. Better. <laughs> I don't know about that one, but I did hand wash clothes in my sink. I did send some clothes out because um, mm-hmm. you can do that too. And it was very reasonable. And um, we did play bingo. So look at that, Dave. You, you weren't even with me. You knew we we're, did all we're that in tune. stuff. Marcy and I are in tune, Jen. We, we just just read our mind. I guess we're, so. We're, we're BFFs. So that's all I can say. So. We are. <laughs> So really, again, for the for the listeners out there, this is a trip that it's not out of reach. Um, this is something mm-hmm. that, you know, our family would you probably have it. to save a couple of years for, but it would be mm-hmm. worth the savings. Because, again, once in a lifetime trip, there's, we would go to Antarctica, but we would not probably go back in the next, I don't know, however many mm-hmm. years. Um, so, again, this is not like going to Disney World once or twice or three times a year. Uh, but this yeah. is this. I, I like to say this when I look at, at like our backgrounds on YouTube here. Um, you can be the postcard. These are pictures that you see on a brochure or whatever, you can be the person in the postcard to do something like this. It, it's very possible. Or if you're like, you know what, that sounds cool, but I just that's just not my style. I have no interest in that. Again, all over the world. Like, honestly, I don't have a mm-hmm. real preference about going to China, and I don't really care about going to maybe India or even France. I just never really appealed to me. If you gave me a trip, Jen, if you sent me on a on a on an agency trip, I would I go. Love- I love I France. Go. I'd go back. But, but you know, like Australia, I want to I haven't to been Australia. to the other two, so I don't know. <laughs> um, I want to go to Antarctica. I want to go to Japan. I want to go to some of these other trips. Like these are these are places I really want to visit. Really, really cool. And so there's something for, for everybody yeah. here. And of course, if you're out there going, all right, you know what? I want to find a little bit more about this. That, of course, is uponastartravel.com. There you go. And we, um, yeah, we'll help you out. Just contact yep. us. Shoot us a yep. quick message and just say, hey, I'm interested in, mm-hmm. in such and such, Adventures by Disney. And I'll tell you what, it, um, mention this podcast. Yep. And I will, you, but you have to mention this episode mm-hmm. and we will do um, 
for Antarctica, because it's Antarctica, I'll do yeah. up to a $200 gift card per reservation. Nice. And if it's any other destination, mm-hmm. we'll do up to $150 gift card. So it'll be just to help you go experience these amazing locations, because I've been, mm-hmm. I am a convert. Let me just tell you. Yep. Brady talks still about the trips we've been on. He's like, well, I want to go to Norway. Um, but And I'm like, oh, well, we could plan. Like, let, let me start looking good. No, I want to do the mm-hmm. adventures by Disney. You guys think I'm joking. I'm actually not. Right. You can go at him <laughs> and he will tell you that's what he requests from me. Norway. Well, and, and, and if you want to if you want to go to Antarctica and you mention this episode and you call mm-hmm. me to book, I will personally send you a hundred dollar Amazon gift card. You can start purchasing some of these things you need. And this is just from me, from not not from the agency. This is a me thing. I will well, send you an Amazon gift card out of my pocket that you can purchase some of these things you need, your your <laughs> whatever supplies you need before you go. Because I would I would love this. I would love to, to work with somebody yeah. on this trip. I got to send somebody on an African safari last year, which was so cool. And now let's send you to the other side of the world to Antarctica. <laughs> How I love it. So. You guys are great. So Marcy, this is this is fantastic. I'm so glad you got to come on the podcast. This is great. Yeah. And um thank you for being a part of the podcast. Uh do you do you want people to follow you on social media? <laughs> I'm asking that question with a pause so I can take it out if you don't want to. <laughs> I'm not really on beyond like my personal. I need to come <laughs> up with like some Disney social media, but for right now, follow David Dollar and Jen Novotny. <laughs> <laughs> And Jen, following Marcy's directions, where can we find you online? You can find me at Upon the Star Jen, and my personal Instagram is at Jen underscore Navani. Which, of course, you will have either been on a trip, you're on a trip, or, or I'm going on a trip, on a trip or trip, something like that. When this, uh, when this podcast this. airs, uh, find me on Instagram at the Magic on a Dollar. And of course, I'm I'm, I'm shooting for a thousand Instagram followers. I'm getting so close to, to there. I'm crossing my fingers. Um, I'm like a couple hundred away, but I'm getting there. Uh, Facebook, of course, you can find me at Disney on a Dollar and Magic on a Dollar and Disney on a Dollar. Self humble brag. I'm getting close to 10,000 followers there, so I'm so excited about that. By the way, so I'm, it's slowly but surely building, uh, which I'm really excited. And of course, again, like Jen, I will either have been on my trip, am on my trip, or am going on my trip. When you hear this episode, it just depends on when it <laughs> drops. Uh, so that's it for the Main Street Logical Podcast. Marcy, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a wonderful conversation. Thanks for having me. Uh, when you go back to when you go back to Antarctica or the North Pole, we'll definitely have you on again. Uh, matter of fact, you need to broadcast from there. That would be super. Oh my cool. gosh, <laughs> that would be amazing. We'll we'll we'll, we'll discuss. We'll talk about. We'll it. work on that. I did walk Jen around the ship with my wife. She did. That's awesome. So Jen was with me in Antarctica. I was. It was amazing. <laughs> from my co-host Jen and for my grandboss Marcy, I'm Dave. And hey, don't forget, let's keep your Phoenicians nice and cold. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe. And may all your wishes come true.